0: the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey.
1: Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast where we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. We got a dope guest today. This is my boy. This is my actual business coach who has been obsessed with AI. I've been having a million damn AI meetings. I don't know if it's because I'm scared or excited or both, but joining us today is William Poet, who is the president of 9Q Solutions, which believes in unlocking the full potential of businesses by aligning purpose-driven performance with cutting-edge technologies. Their unique blend of business, psychology, and emotional intelligence empowers leaders to build thriving organizations that create a positive impact on the world. Again, this is my business coach. I've referred him to friends. I owe a lot of my success, my morning setups, my energy, how I conduct meetings, how I live each day with purpose and drive and energy how I get ready for every day. Coach, I call him Coach. Uh, coach Williams taught me a lot of that, and I'm super appreciative. So far, William and I talked about thriving in the age of AI disruption. And today, we're going to talk about how you can empower a board of ChatGPT. Like, and what does that mean? Like, Meaning like you can have a board of advisors or ChatGPT. And, and, and to William's point to me earlier, it's like people are using it like it's a secretary. Like it's an assistant or mid-level or entry-level talent or an organizer. But we're just getting started on this. And, and what will it change in our industry? What will it change in our company? So let's get into it. Here's my conversation with William Poet, president at 9Q Solutions. Just a quick background for those of you who don't know, 9Q Solutions, I use as my business coach. Uh, they've come in for a bunch of stuff. We had a little partner fight one time that came and mediated. They've, they've got my team aligned. They've got me thinking about all things performance, whether it's health or whether it's my intellect and, and how I'm using different forms of, of learning. I mean, it, it's so much stuff and I, I'm not even doing justice, but if you want to inform us, it, 9q.com. But let's bring William back on. We're talking today about AI. So, all right, let's jump into it, dude. I, I know you're just gonna you are just gonna fire away, so.
2: I literally could talk, like we could make this a three-day nonstop podcast, right? Because it's, it's just so, it's exciting and scary and unbelievable opportunities and massive disruptions. There was an article that came out from Goldman Sachs, I think two weeks ago, where they're projecting it's going to radically transform 300 million jobs. And they're saying it's primarily gonna hit in Europe and the U.S. because we are the most advanced cultures. And what people, we are in, and we have been for a while, is called Industry 4.0 this is an entirely new age. There was the agrarian age. There was the the industrial age. And so now we're in the age of AI and automation. And what we thought was that the high-level jobs would be protected. I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a coder. And the, the jobs to go were going to be, I'm working in a fast food place or, well, just on that topic. I think, you know, McDonald's open a store in Vegas and Denver and one of the location with zero people in it. Everything, the whole restaurant is automated, right? So this is happening. And my goal is to, how do we thrive? Again, as a warrior, it's like, I'm not going to make it go away. So I'm not going to ignore it. I'm not going to, I'm gonna like, how do I use it to win? And what I have discovered in, and in your agency, here's the really cool thing, right? You guys are creatives. And what AI used well is gonna do is it's going to move us into, at least for a short term, a renaissance of creativity. It really, is the mundane tasks where I've gotta go look up a formula, I've gotta go take a course, I've gotta go learn how to use Photoshop, which, which really isn't unleashing my creativity, those are all gonna be taken over. So when we talk about building a board of advisors, when I'm training someone to use AI, I say always start at the 50,000 foot level. On my board, I've got a $5,000 an hour accountant, an attorney, I've got a business strategy leader, I've got a brand expert, I've got every, I've got an execution and productivity specialist, They're all sitting there in this brain. If I was to hire and assemble this board of advisors, I'd be paying 20 to $50,000 an hour. I'm not going to have them write an email for me. I'm not going to have them write. So it's like, and yes, they will write an email for you, but I'm inviting and challenging people to do is I've got a company we're working with right now and we are making sure the company's vision, mission and values are in absolute alignment and integrity. And that's the highest level strategic work you will ever do. And I'm teaching these leaders how to use this artificial intelligence board of advisors to improve upon and make it better and elevate. And it's it's so much fun to watch and these guys are like holy bleep. So they take their current iteration put it in a Word doc, have some questions around it. I'd like you to, I'm in uh, management consulting. Take our vision, mission values and compare them to Deloitte and McKinsey's and and give me feedback on how we can make them better. And so I drop it in and this board of advisors gives me unbelievable feedback on how to make them more aligned, how to make them more powerful. Then what I do, which is also really cool, and, and here's where you gotta kind of figure this work throw out, In Bing, I haven't haven't used Google in two months, which is wild because I used to live in Google. And I'm not even using Bing, I'm using Bing Chat because Bing Chat is Microsoft's, they've got GPT-4 in there, but it has access to the internet. It has access to real time data. So I'll then take this, we got a value proposition that my team and I, and our ChatGPT board of directors created. Now, I'll take this over into Bing Chat, and I'll say, I want you to compare this with these five other companies and tell me how we can elevate the clarity, the impact, and the power. And Scott, friggin' 10 seconds later, you've got, well, this is what Pepsi's doing, this is what Nike's doing. And so we are able, I'm able, actually, sitting by myself with my team to do some of the highest level work imaginable. And that's where people aren't leveraging it. Does that make sense? Totally.
1: Yeah. And what's so funny is, I mean, imagine what life was like before even search engines, how you would have to research things. Like it was insane.
2: Brother, I grew up, I had encyclopedias, like the Britannica, you know, in our house, you're a kid, and you have to, every three years, you had to buy new encyclopedias, right? And it's the speed, and and, and here's what I haven't even caught up with. Not only do I have this board of advisors that are experts, they're passing the medical bar, they're passing the, the CPA, I mean, they are experts in all of these fields, They also process a thousand times faster than I do, and their retention is almost perfect. Now, here's the caveat. Will it spit out some random weird information? Yes, ChatGPT will, but you can take it over to Bing Chat and you can test it and qualify it, and it will actually give you the validated information. So there are definite chinks in the armor but if you learn how to wield, and again, I'm, I'm looking at this as a warrior, I've got these unbelievable tools and I will boil it down. So here's another crazy example. I'm working with a, a, a hospitality company and, and two really great younger guys. They opened one live music venue, they've, they've started another and they wanna go global. So since I'm now working with them, okay, what's a ninja bartender? So I go out, we went to a couple of clubs, and, and really, like, you can tell the difference between a great bartender and a crappy bartender. And so I said, all right, guys, let's do this, because they've been bartending, they had a bar in St. Bart's for like 25 years, they got the best stories in the world. I said, look, let's just do this. And we're doing this virtually. I opened a Word doc, I put on the recorder, I said, tell me what a great bartender does. And they're like, well, okay, a great bartender is super intuitive. He knows what you want before you know it. They pay attention. They got people skills. They remember your name. They know what's going on in the community. So these guys do like a stream of consciousness. Just rant. I said, now watch this. On top, I said, this is a hospitality company that's going to build a global brand, and we need to create a training manual for bartenders. Take this and define the nine Attributes in a way that can be trained and digested throughout a global organization. So I take this, I drop it in, ChatGPT creates this unbelievable outline. And then I said, okay, this is awesome. We need training videos. Give me scripts. So we're going to take these nine qualities, we're going to break them into three sections. I need three nine minute scripts. And so within, I swear to you, 10 minutes, we had. An operations manual for world-class bartenders and training video scripts that came from two guys that don't have MBAs. They're really great practitioners, and I showed them how to use. Now, was it perfect? No. You take it, you drop it back into your Word doc, and you put your language in it, some of your stories in it. Then, and here's the other thing I tell people to do: don't ask ChatGPT to do anything. You do it first write the story, write the email in your own words, take it over and say, check this for grammar and readability. And that's not gonna change it, but it's gonna make sure that it's done professionally and well. So there's hierarchies of use cases. I just want people to go, hey, start with your $20,000 an hour board of advisors and then you can work down to the personal assistant and secretary.
1: Makes sense. I didn't think about writing it and then checking it. And just from a grammarly perspective, what that would look like. What jobs do you think are going to be replaced over the next three to five years?
2: So I'm listening to this professor at MIT. He's like, education, the way education has been presented is done. I mean, so they're, they're professors who are literally freaking out right now. And they should be freaking out because The model of education was access and regurgitate information. We weren't teaching people how to think. We weren't teaching people how to innovate or be creative. So if your education is going to be wildly impacted, legal profession, wildly impacted, accountants, wildly impacted. I think looking forward, what's going to happen? So the attorneys that are going to be billionaires in a year are the ones who are not afraid of AI, they leverage it. And they're going to create an app. And they're going to be the voice in the face of the app, but you're going to go through their portal and you're going to get plugged in and you're going to get flawless legal advice. And they're going to be the the so I don't think I had a plumber I got in a little social media thing with. He's like, Well, I'm a plumber. I don't. hey, bro. The plumbers who use AI to get the best deal on parts, who use AI to find faster, easy ways of doing their job, who use AI to market and build their social media following. You're going to, every profession is going to be impacted. And what I'm saying to people and what I'm I'm hearing other really smart people, people smarter than me say, you're not going to lose your job to AI. You're going to use your job to someone that is AI literate. And I really believe that's the
1: truth. I like that way of thinking about it, and I—that's kind of what I said on. I said it to our company, I said it in a blog post, and I think of it same way we buy media. You know, I haven't replaced media jobs. My media people have just leveraged AI to get better and smarter, and have better buys and more targeted, and using data and AI and machine learning. So I agree. Okay. We've, we've had two episodes and I know, like I said, you and I could talk forever. I'm trying to keep these... I'm, I'm supposed to keep these podcasts and I, I haven't been able to do that yet, but maybe some final thoughts on AI, maybe biggest mistakes when using AI. I like what you said. We're asking AI to write our bio or write a report or write this or that instead of putting ours in there and asking it to make it better. I thought that was a really good point. Any other final thoughts?
2: Yeah. I think the number one thing that, that I can share with people is play with it. It's really fun go in, got a buddy, you know, and again, I'm, I'm working with high level executives, but I'm trying to give them lots of applications. And so one of my clients, he was planning a bachelor party. They're going out to Vegas and there's eight guys. They're renting an Airbnb. And I'm like, watch this. And we went in and we said, hey, we love golf and we love steaks. And so we're going to go out tonight, stay home. And I said, okay, give me, you know, we love to barbecue. So ChatGPT not only told them what golf courses to go to and what restaurants to go to, it created a menu for these guys for the five days they're there and a shopping list. It literally gave them, so it's like, go in and play with it. Don't be afraid, play with it and recognize that it's here and when you're playing with it, the cool thing is you can't do it wrong. You're not going to break it. So I think that's the number one mistake. I've got a 20-year-old saying, I don't want anything to do with it. And hey, if you have a cell phone, AI is already using you. So just learn how to use it.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it, yeah, it's it seems weird to force the habit, but we're not going backwards. We're only going forward. So, and again, I want to reiterate, like, you're not going to lose your job to AI. You're going to lose your job to somebody who's AI literate, to your point. I, I agree. And how do we... like? You're in management consulting. I'm in the agency business. So I, I think professional services, especially, and whether you're a professional service company or you're basically a built-in professional service company inside a brand, AI, aka marketing departments, there's so much shit to do in marketing these days that we can't get it done fast enough and we can't hire enough people. No one in marketing ever said like, yeah, we're overstaffed. <laughs> we need less people. Like they're always like, we're understaffed. We need more people. We're understaffed. We need more people. So finding AI to leverage a way to do more with less hours, I think, is a big key. And whether you're an entrepreneur, how do you want? How do you do more things that you want to be doing and leveraging AI to get things done? I I couldn't agree more. There's obviously a ton of I think products that will continue to evolve for the marketing, advertising, creative business. And I also think. I agree with you about the age of creativity and locking this age of creativity where creative will be a premium. And the best of the best creative will be at an ultra premium because there'll be machines and things and brains just knocking so much tactical and mid level work out. So I go on and on. But man, huge thanks to William Poet, President of 9Q Solutions. You'll find contact information from William at our website, Rebrand Pod. His company website is 9Q Solutions. Another little plug. I mean, anyone that, that's looking for a business coach, this is who I send them to. And I said, Hey, it's, it's going to be different than most business coaches that you're probably used to. And that's a good thing. Just want to tell you about, if you didn't have a chance to take notes during the podcast, head over to the rebrandpod.com. We'll have summaries of all the episodes and contact information for our guests. Subscribe to our newsletter. If you want to talk about the most impactful marketing campaign, please apply to be a speaker at the Rebrand Podcast. Of course, you can find me on social media. You can find Rebrand, but mainly me. It's Scott Harkey on LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, Facebook. TikTok, all the, all this stuff. And uh, again, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. We're marketing focused. We're building a marketing community. And uh, we're working hard at getting the right guests to talk about the right topics. And for me, I, I tell people, as I'm, I I learn every day during podcasts. I am feeling my brain learn. So, and it's super low commitment. that's what I'm all about. You don't have to read a book for a month. We, you have to pop in your car and listen for 10 minutes. All right, that's it for today. But never uh, forget, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or reran.